in to the Soren Sports Podcast. I am your host, Braden, and as always, I am joined by that pineapple who is in the Northwest, in Idaho, Alan Pena. Alan, how are we doing today? Been pretty good, actually, just um, it's always great when you get your day off to recharge, to, I would even say, do some things around the house, some errands to make sure everything is set and ready to go, and and I couldn't ask for another day where we get to talk about the things that we love the most, which is our international stars in the biggest stages and and even talk dissecting. I don't know if that's appropriate an appropriate word, but dissecting some of the teams that we're going to have to keep an eye on. So I'm really excited for, for this coming episode, which I, it's going to be very interesting with different opinions. Like always, but that's the beauty of our podcast. We can combine our different opinions and and go at it with no problem. I don't think I could have said it better myself here, Alan. And while I am uh, doing something real quick, I I couldn't have, like I said, I couldn't have said it best myself. And I'm just getting uh, something ready for the video aspect of our podcast. For those that don't know. It's been a while. I will give you that. But <laughs> we also, we we generally try to have this podcast on YouTube. Um, and so for those interested, you are more than welcome to, to watch this podcast as well as listen to it. And so while I'm pulling this up here, let's see, where is it? Here it is. All right, Alan, can you see that? Oh, yeah, I can see it very clear. Perfect. And those that are listening on Spotify and all, what Braden is doing, he's pulling up all the NHL teams. And the reason why it is because it's the preseason. And there's a Let's go. And there's some that have questions answered. Others, we're going to find out if if what what you're doing, all these moves will be for real. So uh, this is what we're doing for those that are not looking on, are not watching on YouTube and they're listening. That's what Brady is doing, pulling all the NHL teams and and teams to look out for. So that is our topic for today. You're counting, making sure they're all correct. Hey, was yes. I think we have the Ottawa Senate here senators on here twice with two different logos. But I believe this is the correct list. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so guys, NHL preseason, as Ellen mentioned, has started. And you know, I I love hockey and Alan's getting into it. And we couldn't be more than excited. Now, if you tuned in last week, you would have known that we've talked. I named four players that I feel as we, as fans, we need to keep an eye on. I might do a follow-up with four more players. We, 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 an article on our website, pineapple22media.com, where I might list another four players we might want to keep an eye out on. But now we have all 32 NHL hockey teams on the screen here, as Alan described. And Alan, which team do you have questions about that you want to talk about first? Well, I want to start with the Golden Knights. It seems as though 
Um, if I were like, I think if I were a fan of a better, a true better and better the Golden Knights the last two years, I would have been very disappointed considering the fact that, um, hey, they were this close of probably go, of going back to the Stanley Cup Finals and, and winning it. I think that would have been Tampa and not Bubble. But I think ever since that, ever since they lost to the Canadians, I felt that they they kind of lost the their identity of just like the working hard and we're we're gonna go at it. I think they kind of lost that. Um, the hiring, I can't remember the name of the former Boston Bruins coach to the Golden Knights. I believe it's an upgrade, but there's. I want to see them. Can they come back? Because, look, they're still a, a great team. Look, they traded for Jack Eichel. They did. And I think I expect him This I expect him to put up MVP-type numbers. Now, will he win the MVP? That I don't know. I don't you really know. have to beat out Connor McDavid and Nathan yeah. McKinnon and Austin Matthews to be in that MVP talk. Yeah, I don't but know he if he'll win it. it. But can he put up those numbers? I think he will. I expect him. And along with the Vegas defense, hey, like, get back to who they were. Because to be honest, like, this was a team that I had them winning it. I believe I expect this team to make the playoffs. But I have some questions about can they regain that confidence when they first start their from their first two to three seasons. I think this is a golden opportunity a fresh start for the Golden Knights, which I think, to be honest, they needed it. But this is a shot right here. And that's the team that, yeah, I do have questions, but I believe they're going to figure it out. And they're just too good of a team to, to not make the playoffs. They they should have made it, but I believe that this time around, I believe they're, they're going to answer it. Right. And I, I, I agree with you on that. And I think it's what's interesting to me here is, you know, we don't have official rosters out yet as it is preseason. Okay. But as Alan mentioned, they have Jack Eichel, Jack Eichel, excuse me. They have Phil Kessel, Mark Stone. You know, these are great players. Unless they've traded Mark Stone, the pitcher has him in an Ottawa uniform. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. On defense, Alex Petrangelo, great defense, offense, balanced defenseman. Okay. You know, and in goal, I don't know who the, do they still have, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? All right. So they had Marc Andre Fleury. Who is the other guy? I'm doing some research right now. <laughs> Who, I'm totally having a brain fart here, guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm doing that research right now. Meanwhile, uh, Braden Taro screaming. If he ever listens, if he's listening to this, he's screaming that uh, particular that goaltender. You mean Laurent Bossois or no? Uh, he was. Aiden Hill? No. Michael Hutchinson? Robin Leonard. Well, Robin Leonard. Okay, got it. Right there. 
Okay, we got it. <laughs> okay, anyway, if he's still on the team, how will he perform? Okay, I don't know if he still is on the team or not. I know he had an injury last season that kind of derailed some things. But Alan, like you mentioned, my main question... Oh, he's still on the team. He's still okay. on the team. Okay. Well, my main question is not only how will the roster perform, Alan, but what is the front office going to do with this cap problem they have? That is, in my opinion, the main problem with the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, they... In their first year, they had unprecedented amounts of success. When you have an expansion team, you don't usually make it to the championship of that sport in your first year. Mm -hmm. I.e., look at what happened in Seattle. But with Vegas, you know, back in 2018, their first year, you know, just like in Vegas with the slot machines, they hit the jackpot. They went all the way to the Stanley Cup final and would eventually lose to Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals. But they haven't really been there since. They've had great runs to the Western Conference Finals. And like you said, Alan, arguably they could have done it in the bubble, but they lost to Dallas. And ever since that loss to Dallas... Montreal, who they lost to. In the bubble? Yeah, Montreal. I thought it was Dallas in 2020. No, like the... Oh, no, okay, Dallas, and then the following year, semifinals, Montreal. Right, okay. So both back-to-back years. Right. So this loss to Dallas, I think, is where Vegas lost their identity. Because they haven't really been the same since. They have great moments, like you expect them to. They have great gains. But then something happens and they fall off. How will Vegas combat that? And how will they come back from that this year? That's what I want to see. That's what I we're looking out for. Yeah, it's just this team, it's like, it's kind of like you said it, like they hit the jackpot right away instead of like, let's hit it right away, but also let's prepare for when, for when the downfall in. I don't know if they're ready. Like they have the personnel still. Uh, they got some veterans. They're still, you kind of can say they're kind of still a young team. Not a lot, but at least like the right age to peak for the Golden Knight. So um they're gonna be a team to look look out for, especially in the West. And like I have no question on the Avalanche. They're the defending champion. I actually do not have any questions at all for the Oilers. None. I think those two teams, they're gonna battle it for the Western Conference. Like it's gonna be like I, I love it when when it's two teams battling to decide the finals, just look at it in other sports, the Dodgers and the Braves, I expect that to happen. And then in basketball, we'll get into it with the Celtics and Bucks. I think, to me, Colorado and, and Edmonton, I have no questions whatsoever uh, when, it, when it comes to both of them in the Western Conference. I think the only question with Colorado is how are they going to handle the loss of Nazan Kadri? And that actually leads into the second team I have questions about, and that is the Calgary Flames. They're under, they basically have to deal with the juggernaut of Connor McDavid and Leon, Leon Dreisaitl in their division and in their same province of Alberta, the Battle of 
the Battle of Alberta is one of the greatest hockey games of all time. And that rivalry rivals the Boston Red Sox-New York Yankees rivalry and the prestige. But now Nazan Kadri is on the team. They lost some of their big players to get Nazan Kadri. Great center, Nazan Kadri. But how is he going to fit on that team? And how's the team going to deal with the fact that, yes, they got Kadri, but how are they going to have these other holes they lost filled? And how is the Avalanche going to not only start all over with a new goaltender for what seems like the 10th year in a row, even though it really hasn't, but it seems like that. It's been, what, the third, fourth year in a row? Um, in second. In Sackett, we trust in Colorado. But here's the other question. Who's now the second-line center? That used to be Nazan Kadri. Before Kadri, there was that question before. So how are we going to deal with that in Colorado? Those are the two main questions. But overall, you don't really have an overlying feeling that the Colorado Avalanche are going to suffer a whole lot because of that. Yeah. I, I even was looking at Calgary. The season they had was unbelievable. Um you can make, a, make an argument they probably could have battled to get to the Western Conference Finals. But, yeah, it was a great addition. But they did give up a lot So to get him. I would say, can they repeat their success of last year? I probably, Kisser tells me no. But Calgary, uh, I agree with you. I don't think... It's going to take a while to get past Edmonton because, I, like I mentioned before, I think Edmonton, um, last year, either Edmonton or Colorado could have been Tampa Bay. Obviously, Colorado did. I would I would probably say Edmonton as well. But Calgary, I don't know if – can they repeat Can they repeat the same success? Uh, I think that's a hard question. But I think, in my opinion, I might say no. I, I honestly could see that. I think the battle for the Pacific Division is in Alberta. Um, and we'll see Calgary and Edmonton on the top two. Honestly, if Edmonton went there, I think it would have been a way different series for the Stanley Cup. I think Tampa would have won it. Um, Edmonton just lacks some defensive stuff that you know Tampa has. And that actually leads into this, other, this third team that I wanted to talk about, Alan, and that's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, they lost some pretty heavy-duty players after the Stanley Cup, but they signed big contracts to these other players. They're kind of reaching some cap limits as well. But, you know, they have Vasilevsky still, um, Stamos, Victor Hedman. They have all these great players still on that roster, and they still have their great coach. Can they make it back to the Stanley Cup finals to win their third Third cup in four years. That's a fair question. But I think Tampa t- to me. And and this is something I view with like when you got your core guys, and excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. Um <coughs> okay. as I was saying. As long as you have your core guys, to me, I'm not worried. I know you probably think I'm, like, not worried about Tampa Bay. But to me, look, as long as you got your core guys and you surround them with the right people, the right players, 
they're gonna they're gonna be fine. Even if they don't, if they make the Stanley Cup final, the Stanley Cup finals and lose again, or make the conference finals, I'm not concerned about them at all. I'm not worried about what Tampa. Yeah, they have some pretty pretty losses. Yeah, like like replacing some of their defenders. It's not gonna be easy because it's one thing like. You gotta have some physicality, especially come playoff time. But I think Tampa Bay is that one franchise, one of the franchises in the NHL that can. Hey, you know what? We'll figure it out. I think to me they're fine. Um, I would say the Bruins are more of a concern to me. Like it seems as though, to me, they're like the San Antonio Spurs when it was the mid, uh, two thousand like mid-2000s where I'm like, man, this is an old team and they still make the playoffs. I don't know how, I don't know what they're, what they're feeding them in Boston, but it seems like each year, like they're, they're just there. But I think to be honest, I don't know how long they can keep this up. It's going to come to a point where you need not, you got physicality, which is great, but I'm like, you, you got to have a what you got to be balanced. And I feel at times Boston, like, They've made the brunts that way, but I felt that they've only been able to lift Lord Stanley probably once. So to me, I would say Boston is more of a concern than Tampa Bay. I would agree with that. And that kind of goes for Pittsburgh as too. Um, when we talk about Boston, they're having that aging core. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get, I want, I get too deep into that. The nice thing about what I think Tampa's got going for lasting success Okay, their main core in Tampa, they're aging. Soon they'll retire. They're signed, and that's great. I think this secondary core that Tampa's now locked up to these long-term high-value deals is what makes the team continue. For any long-term success, okay, you got to have your main core locked up, okay? Um, so, for example, in Tampa, it's, I would say it's Stamos, then it's Victor Hedman, and then it's Vasilevsky, and then you can argue for who's you next. Could argue Kucherov as Kucherov. Well. That was the name I was forgetting. Kucherov. Um, and Kucherov. I think those are your four main pieces uh, to that main Stanley Cup roster in Tampa. And then you get your next core. And then I would have to look at their roster again. Let me do that. Yeah, he's just searching for those that are are hearing on the radio, or I mean, <laughs> on your where you listen to your podcast. I don't know. I was thinking about radio. I was just probably listening to the radio <laughs> a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> right, and so I would say, arguably, this is they already have three players of this secondary um, core, if you will, walked up. Okay, Braden Point, I would argue, is on there. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev, I would argue he's in there. Um, Andre Palat, and then Alex Killorn. Okay, I think those are their, their next, the secondary core. Um, maybe Eric Chernak is also in there. Um, 
it you could argue either way but i think those are the main those main pieces of the core that we're looking at for this secondary core they're all locked up that's what why tampa's going to have continued success for the next long while because as that main core ages out retires that secondary core becomes your main core and then tampa's got a pretty good farm system so it'll be interesting to see who becomes part of that tertiary core those stars yet to become in the farm system to make the nhl and we'll see what goes on there you know we're seeing it in colorado the main core in colorado is locked up gabriel landis gold um miko rantanon uh, nathan mckinnon and Kale McCarr, all locked up. That is their main core in Colorado. Their secondary core, they're going to be, need locking up soon, but you could argue it's Alex Newhook, Bowen Byram, and then you JT Confer maybe. You can make some arguments for who's in this secondary core for Colorado, but Alex Newhook and Bowen Byram for sure are in there. And so now you you could just got to you just work in the pieces that play well with these guys and your core, and that's how you have continued success. We're seeing it in Tampa Bay. We're seeing it in Colorado. You know, Florida's seeing some success, you know, and that and that leads great. But before we move on to that, we look at Pittsburgh and Boston, as Alan brought up, right? Getting back to where we were before I finished off Tampa Bay. Okay, Sidney Crosby with Pittsburgh, he's getting up there age-wise. How much longer can he do it? How many more Stanley Cup runs does Pittsburgh honestly have? And same with Boston. How many more runs do they have? They're aging out. Their secondary cores didn't pan out as well as you would have hoped to have that secondary success. And neither had these tertiary and other cores that they've brought up. They haven't worked out yet or at all. And that's a big problem for sustained success in the league. Yeah, uh, that's why I have more, I, I have my concerns with uh, Boston, Pittsburgh a little bit. Yeah, um, but mostly Boston. I just feel that they've i think they've peaked already or over peak should i say just because like i mentioned i don't know what what they're feeding them in boston but it's like they're just keeping going like i want to know hey what are you feeding can i can we have some of it like maybe we can still be strong by our in about 30 or 40 years but um to be honest i i don't know to, I don't think they're not going to make the playoffs. If they do, oh, okay, well. Or if they do make the playoffs, I think they're going to be a lower seed. I think where they were seeded last year, that's amazing. I don't know how, but I think it, it it's going to catch up to them this season. And I don't think Boston will make the playoffs. They'll win games. They're still win games because that's who they are. But I just don't think they're, they're – to me, they're not a playoff contender. Just because of those reasons, and and it's gonna their style of play, and it's gonna cut, cut catch up to them unless the new Bruins coach can figure out a way to make a balance and and probably give some of the their young players a, a chance because they got players, they really do. But I think they have to use them where they can pretty much like play to their style and especially play their physical style when it comes to the playoffs, because that's where they will thrive in the playoffs. And we've seen them do that. We have. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think for me personally, I got three more teams I want to name with some questions. Um, I don't know how many you have, Alan, 
Um, but I, well, maybe four, but we could keep going on. We could do follow-ups to this as well. Um, but I want to talk specifically about last year's President Trophy's winners, the Florida Panthers. The Battle of Florida is getting more interesting every year as Florida continues to rise. Now, they made great moves in this offseason. Is it enough to get past Tampa Bay Lightning? That is yet to be seen. Yeah, it's like the little brother trying to, trying to sneak up. That's what they're trying to do. And, and I think what Florida, their message is clear. And do I have some questions? Yeah, but I think it's more of not the personnel. I don't have no questions about personnel. It's just, can they finally uh, put it together this time? Because we've seen Florida teams that great Florida teams, and then next year, they stunk it up. But I think this year, this is going to be, hey, we're going to be consistent going into the playoffs. I have no problem with management that that they're doing over there. I just feel Florida, they're going to be, I think they're, I won't be surprised if they're, uh, if they win the president's trophy again, but I, I think this time it's going to come up to, can they finally get over the hump and be like, hey, let's let's do better in the playoffs. Let's push it. Right. I think they've done enough. The question is, I feel, is how are they going to bounce back after getting swept in round two with the president's trophy? I think that's the main question is how will they, like you mentioned, Alan, how are they going to perform this year? And then the last couple teams I just want to mention, um, we'll go into more in depth. We're slowly running out of time on this recording. Uh, but the New York Islanders, they had, they've had great years in the past, and then they just fell off a cliff last year. And the question is, well, was that a fluke, or are they going to bounce back this year? Um, yeah, that is Angel, that's, same thing. Yeah, New York, the Islanders, same thing. Like, like, I've, like I predicted last year, that the Islanders, when they acquired Jeff Paneri from the Devils, they're going to be in the conference finals. They just added scoring power, and they did. They were another game away from beating the, the Lightning. They probably could have won the Stanley Cup final, beating the Canadians, but I agree. I think they're going to be an interesting team. I think they're going to bounce back because what happened last year, no one knows. Like They're still trying to figure that out, but I just think, you know what? I think it was a fluke what happened, and I expect them to bounce back. I do too. And the Rangers, I think, same thing. I mean, they they had a great year last year, um, up and downs as any hockey season, but they performed fairly well. Um, I think the main question is, do they have enough to not only contend with Florida and Tampa, but actually su- surpass them? I don't know. I think it, the top three in, that, in the East, I think, are going to be comprised of Florida, Tampa, and one of those New York teams. Yeah. That I can I can agree with. And then I think the last team I think we should is a honorable mention for today is the Seattle Kraken. I mean, obviously they had those first year struggles like any expansion team would, but how will they improve on that this year? I think that's their main question. How are they going to improve after a mediocre first season and grow? Do they make the playoffs? I don't know. That's a good one. That's a good honorable mention. I would go uh, the Kings. And I'm not saying that because I'm a fan of the Kings, but I think them getting help to uh, 
to allow Adrian Kempe to play better. They got him from Minnesota. I forgot the guy's name, but uh, they that's gonna open up a lot for Adrian Kempe to score, and and I think he could be one of the top leading um, top leading guys for scoring. I know, yeah, lose like not having Dustin Brown who retired. That's a huge hole to fill, considering he's one of the cap one of the few Ameri- Americans to captain a team to a Stanley Cup, but. I think the Kings, they're, what they're doing there is, I believe they may shock a lot of people. They probably, to be honest, had they beat Edmonton, they probably could have gone deep because the style of play and the playoffs, it actually, it's actually pretty good. And, and they've won two Stanley Cups doing that, along with playing their style. So I think the Kings might sneak up on some some teams' radars and and could they pull off the the Stanley Cup run? We don't know, but I think that's one of the teams to keep an eye out because there's something there's something that the Kings do that we don't know. But then when we see it, then it's like, oh, okay, we see why why they're they're always mentioned as as a contender when they're playing to their to their best right and honestly i think i don't see them making the playoffs this year but we didn't see them making the playoffs last year either i think basically what you want as a kings fan for this year is not necessarily make the playoffs but continue that energy and that good gameplay to see the growth out of this young core and these young stars you might not make the playoffs with how deep the west is currently yeah that that's okay the main thing you got to worry about in LA for the Kings is how are they going to improve from last year? Do they, is that to make the playoffs? I think that was a little early for them, but that's okay. They did great and and mm-hmm. phenomenal. And I think Alan, we're slowly running out of time, but we can easily do more on more on the NHL and teams team previews. These are just kind of some of the main teams we felt people need to kind of look out for some questions about them and what to watch out for. Yeah, I totally agree with it. I think they're, they're fair assessments. I know some are going to be like, no, that's not good. But, hey, go ahead. Give your own assessments. Like, if that's what you think, hey, we have no problem with it. And and we'll go right there. We'll, we'll let the season speak for itself. And that's just the beauty of any sport let the season speak for itself and then from there we could see all right what happened why they why they made it this far or like hey why they stunk pretty much the whole time exactly and alan what do we got next coming in the pipeline i mean let's we've had great talks today but what do we got next coming in the pipeline? Let's give a little preview for, for the people okay. to keep an eye on. Similar to the NHL, we're going to do the NBA. As training camp is about to begin, there is a team at, that I always talk about them. I will mention the next time where there's been a somewhat of a incident that happened that who knows if they're going to make it back to the finals and that we will break down we will we'll see if that's going to affect them and along with other nba teams that made big moves and 
can't will it pay off in the NBA? We will talk about that as well. We'll also, we forgot to mention Albert Pujols, 700 home runs. We'll also talk, especially being a, a Dominican, him now being not, not just in the 700 club, but also the all-time leader in home runs for a Latin American player. So that we will talk about. And also, coming soon, the World Cup is going to start in about two months. We're going to have predictions as well. Break Breakdown. Of the and we might have some questions as well. So some shockers. So we stay tuned for that. That will come up probably sometime next month. If not, November. So just hang on tight on, on World Cup predictions in Qatar. That will be something you guys will look forward to as well. But that's what we will have in our docket in our Soren Sports Podcast. Don't forget, check out our YouTube, our TikTok, Soren Sports Official, and our website, pineapple22media.com. All right, Alan, let's write this out. All right, let's write it out. <laughs>